And now the time here in London is 12 noon. And the time here in Cologne is 1 o'clock. And here in Cyprus it's 9 a.m. And the time here in New Zealand is 10 p.m. And the time here in Hong, in Hong Kong is 3 o'clock. And here in Calcutta the time is 8 o'clock. time here in Canada is four o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. <laughs> and the time here in Cairo is, is, um, all right, where is it? Who's got my watch? Who's got my watch? <laughs> Which means that once again, it's time for 11-way family favorites. <laughs> That's all we have time for today, so... It's goodbye from London, Cologne, Cyprus, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Calcutta, Hamburg, Canada, Malaya, Cairo, and Tel Aviv. Okay, come on, lads, I'll buy you all a drink. That was the Angus Prune tune, or Sig for short. Which brings, dancing to the microphone, the unexplained and undiscoverable talents of Timbrook Taylor, John Otto, Bell Strangler, Sig, Oyster, Hater, Squeeze, <laughs> Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Melody. John, or may I call you Strangler, please speak your mind. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'll leave that again. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'll read it again. Social survey. And today, we look at the population explosion. <laughs> today, in Britain, every minute, a baby is born. <laughs> uh, thank you, nurse. Take 60 seconds tea break. <laughs> Families are getting bigger. People are having more children. How does it happen? Oh, come on. <laughs> of England. On it are several red spots. <laughs> they mark the population density. Oh, it's a relief. It's a relief map. <laughs> the population is concentrated in the big cities. The population is concentrated in the big cities. Oh, very good. David Hatch, the boy <laughs> But now, isolated red dots are springing up. They are satellites, or new towns. One such new town is Upper Flimsy in Lancashire. It was there that our team paid a visit to find out what life is like in a new town. I'm standing in a fine new estate in Upper Flimsy. Not long ago, there was nothing here but flocks of sheep. Then several hundred luxury bungalows were built. And the result is a flock of the most comfortable sheep in England. <laughs> Over there was once Marshland. Now there's a new school. Only a few signs hint at the lake that used to be as the school children sit peacefully learning French in their water wing. <laughs> it's a remarkable school with a refreshing anything-goes approach, and amongst its old boys are many famous women. I spoke with the Miss <laughs> Catherine Nutsinmay. It was break time, and the children were enjoying their free scotch and soda. Catherine, this is uh, very much a free education. Oh, no, it costs a fortune. <laughs> we believe in encouraging our children to educate themselves. We have mixed classes, bright and stupid. <laughs> we teach less of the classics and more of what they really need to know in adult life. So we just put garden boys together and let them get on with it. Oh, 
that lead to a certain amount of... Well, it does, yes. Uh, but when they've got that out of their system, they're a lot easier to teach. Altogether quieter, more exhausted. Uh, you do most of your teaching by television. Yes. And what's the result of this? We have the only class of under eight in Britain that can all do perfect impersonations of David Frost. Flimsy Newtown is certainly fun. Leaving age is 16, but many of the pupils stay on till they're 50 or 60. <laughs> there is here a problem of juvenile delinquency. It requires a modern approach, and giving it one is the Reverend Clint Fine. Because I believe you've had problems with drugs. Uh, it's not so bad now. I can usually get them at the club on Saturday night. <laughs> You have spent a lot of time with youngsters. Yes, yes, I, I have indeed. I wanted to really get to know them. So one night, I went inside a coffee bar. The room was mainly full of young people. Of course, they, they tweaked me. So I came clean. I said, look here, you cat. I know I'm a bit of an old square, but I want to help you to groove. And, and you know, they rather like that. So after taking a few minutes to think it up, one girl told me she was the illegitimate child of a French nymphomaniac who'd had an affair with a negro and afterwards married a transvestite monk. <laughs> this was what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Since then, I've realized that we religious Japanese have got to give the ordinary people what they want. Hence the rather controversial name of your church. Yes, yes. The Chapel of the Very Holy Dog and Partridge. <laughs> but really, Upper Flimsy is booming. Boom, boom. <laughs> and of course, behind its prosperity are the local planners, the council, and above all, the mayor, Ben Dover. We were present as he made his speech at the annual meeting of the town council. came to flimsy new town. Our treasurer, Mr. Foswacky, predicted that this place could quite well prove to be easy prey for cunning exploiters out to make some easy brass. Well, I'm happy to say his optimism was well founded. <laughs> Those of you who put money in council, it's been well invested. We bought 2,000 shares in clothing industry. Skirts are up, trousers are down. I hope, I hope. We now have we now have a model railway station. Ooh. And in time, we'll have a real one. <laughs> but we do still have problem of old folk. Oh. We've got 1,500 suffering old people here. Last Sunday, I took 50 of them to the seaside. But regrettably, 23 of them found their way back. <laughs> our town clerk, who today is leaving us after 50 years. I'm going to give him his gold watch, which he dropped in the gents this morning. <laughs> and finally, my last proposal, Harry William Mallory. <laughs> And now, over to the air ministry roof for a fog warning. Well, here on the air ministry roof, visibility is right down to two feet in front of your... <laughs> and now, a song of love from Wilhelmina Oddie and the Average Mothers. All the men that ladies swoon about... Seem to come from an age gone by. 
But we found one we can't do without And for him we would gladly die He's a great and gracious lover man And he's stolen our hearts away And we'll tolerate no other man Put a, put a pillow behind your head, relax. 
Wake up, Harry! Now, first, let's see if your reaction's normal. Have a look at this photograph. Do you, do you fancy her? Oh, I do, yes, yes. How dare you? That's my wife. <laughs> must be mad. Uh, tell me, have you, have, you ever, have you ever had carnal desires to your mother? Never. Why, is she ugly? Married. Oh, quite. Oh, I see quite a little moralist, aren't we? Do you fancy your sister? No. Well, I do. Lovely girl. No, well, how about her sense of comedy? Do you ever watch television comedy? Yes, I do, but I never laugh. Well, that's quite normal. Uh, never. Well, you should do. You get thirsty. <laughs> Well, well, I had, but I lost it, you see, because my hands kept shaking. No, what were you? A brain surgeon. <laughs> That's funny, I like that. <laughs> surgeon came to see me once, you know, was a kleptomaniac, yes. Open the patient up, whip all his organs and sew him up again. <laughs> over 2,000 gallbladders in the box under his bed. <laughs> and that was before there was a market for them. Now, a few uh, word tests. Right. Uh, give me a word, any word, um, uh, something off the top of your head. Anyone to pinch it? Hypnotize me. Look at me. Look deep into my eyes. Yes. Deeper. Yes. Deeper. Yes. Keep looking at me. Yes, I'm doing. Into my eyes. Yes. Now, what are you thinking? I think I'm falling in love. <laughs> what do you think, Doctor? I'm enchanted evening. Oh, you you may be a stranger. I'll be a lovely is a police message. The experimental laboratory of St. Mary's Hospital was today broken into, and three pints of blood and a dozen white mice were stolen. Police are looking for a vampire cat. <laughs> Probably the hit record of the year has been Joe Cocker's With a Little Help from My Friend. Got that? This is a sold-up version of a homey old Beatles tune. Right. Now, presumably other homely old tunes are in the same treatment. Wouldn't be surprised. Where will it end? Oh, 
now follows a party political broadcast <laughs> on behalf of the Labour Party. of our science fiction serial, Professor Prune and the Electric Time Trousers, or Bags of Time. Electric Time Trousers. <laughs> Story so far. Professor Prune, Percy, Basil and Trixie, not forgetting their faithful dog, Spot. <laughs> in Elizabethan England. Good Queen Bess has sent them to the torture chamber where they are at the mercy of the executioner who turns out to be none other than one of the dreaded Aussie robots. 
You will be annihilated, Spot. You will be annihilated, Spot. Oh, 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 Bertie. Oh, Marbles. Oh, 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 don't panic. Whatever happens, we mustn't lose our heads. Don't be too sure about that, Cobber. Don't worry. Don't worry, my dear. I have an idea. I'll give him this pudding. That should appeal to his batter nature. Okay. You will be annihilated, Spot. I have another idea. <laughs> Basil, you play the mouth organ, don't you? Yes. Then, today... <laughs> you will be annihilated. Don't be too hasty. Do you remember what it was like in the old days back home? Sitting under a coolie bar tree with a sheila on your knee and a tube of lager in your hand and, and a jolly jumbuck in your tucker bag. Shooting kangaroos on Sydney Harbour Bridge. Driving a duckbill platypus across the Great Barrier Reef. Stop it, Cobbett. Stop. You're breaking my heart. Stop, stop. You see, old friend, if you came with me, I could take you back to all those things. What do you say? You will be annihilated tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, children. Look, he's been crying and he's all rusted up. I can't move. I can't move. Come Help. on. Come on, now's our chance to escape. All right, say, Pop, old chap. Hang on a tick. What is it, Percy? Uh, we can't get out. Look, the door's locked. <laughs> we can't get out. We're trapped. <laughs> Shut up. Well... We can get out through the window. So our friends clambered out through the window and made their getaway. Get away. Outside it was dark and silent. As they ran across the road, an owl hooted. <laughs> they found some old clothes on a washing line and disguised themselves. And the professor cut off his beard with the sharp point of an arrow. Oh, that was an arrow shave. <laughs> Shut up, Bart. Now then, we must find the time trousers. And there's only one man we can trust to help us. Sir Francis Drake. We must find him. Come on! <laughs> Meanwhile, as the professor and his chums set off to find Drake, a visitor to see the Queen arrives at the gates of Windsor Castle. Oh, what a sight to see these ancient edifices again. The crumbling facade, these mighty bulwarks, those gnarled and rabid features. Oh, begging for me! See how you startled me. I didn't see you hiding behind that enormous barrel. What enormous barrel? <laughs> I am but a man, Your Majesty. Oh, oh. I knew there was something about you that I liked. Thank you, Your Majesty. I just couldn't put my finger on it. Yes, <laughs> I've been away a long time in search of foreign shores. What shores? I'll have a mile and bitter, thank you. You have been away a long time. And what uh, is your name? My name, Your Majesty, is Sir Walter Raleigh, and I have been in the New World in America. America? And have you brought me anything? Yes, yes, yes. I did some trading with the natives. I swapped a string of beads for 500 square miles of land. Oh, you clever boy. Now, here are the beads, and we have to be out of Scotland by Thursday. <laughs> Scotland? Scotland, eh? Ah, that's quite a bargain. <laughs> Yes, Your Majesty. Try this. I think you will like it. Oh, 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 oh. What do I do with it? You put it in your mouth, and then you light it, and smoke it. Here you are. Six for twenty. 
Wait, what? wait, 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 wait. Your Majesty has some information for you. Oh. As, you as you know, we are at war with Spain, and I have a Spanish cousin. Really? No, Rally. Oh. Yes. Oh. In fact, he's a Spanish cousin called Monte Carlo Rally. Really? Anyway, anyway, he tells me the Spanish Armada are planning to attack England this very day. Armada? Oh, I've never known. What? Didn't quite catch that one. Armada hearing. jokes, which I'm sure you all got. If you've got the other three, then you should be ashamed of yourself. It also contained, though they struggled a bit, Timbrook Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall and Bellotti. The script was written by Graham Garden and Bellotti, who also wrote the songs. The music was arranged by Liam Cohen and played by Dave Lee and the boys. Well, Dave Lee and the old men. And the show was produced by David Hatch and Peter Tidrich. Before we go, John Otto Cleese has something vital to say. It's so no, I'm sorry I'll read that again! 